0: Welcome back to Lenton Rouge Cycling Podcast presented by Zwift here with Benji for UAE Tour Stage 4, the Palm Jumeirah Stage, finishing in Dubai Harbour. They've changed it a little bit, I think, with a finish, but there is this big right hand with 800 metres to go. Apart from that, the parkour, there's really not much to say. It's yeah, 175 k's and we make no excuses in saying that I turned it on with 20 k's to go. Uh, Even then, Cav was kind of chilling at the back. But Zwift has brought out a new feature called leaderboards. What do you like about this, Benji? Seeing all your historical times on every segment right in the companion app, what are you going to use it
1: for? Well, there's this one climb that I do all the time on Zwift, which is the Volcano KOM, because let's be honest about it, I haven't really tapped into the 15 kilometer climbs yet, but that that shorter climb I tend to use to see, have I gotten better over time, and now I can actually see in the Zwift companion app, oh, I was at this level, like, I did 22 minutes across a 3.7 kilometer climb, a year and a half to two years ago and now i see that at the end of 2022 i'm doing that in 11 minutes which is a significant improvement then my next goal is beating that again and with that swift companion app feature i can now see that properly in the app of swift itself
0: pretty good feature i'll be using it as well to track my segment times and yeah maybe comparing against benji as well although i think he's been a little bit fitter than me at the moment i'm stuck here oh, in australia i doubt that <laughs> maybe i mean we'll see We'll see you at the Giro when we get together back in Endor, a bit of a teaser there. This stage, though, we were denied the Sprinters World Champs, stage one on on in the crosswind stage. No thanks to Merlier and Quickstep, although that did make it more exciting. This is where we have Coy, Gronovec, and De DeMar, Bauhaus, Bennett, with Van Poppel, Ewan, Cavendish. It is apart from Philipson and Jakobsen and Van Aert. Virtually all the big boys here. Almost more top sprinters than you'll see at the Tour de France. And the break went with Bardiani, two Bardiani guys, and Baudin from Desert. Am I, being naive Benji, am I going back? Am I to PCM mode in thinking with Luke Plapp on, What's he's on five seconds right now. Before this stage, we had, if I can do maths, four stages left no four five six seven that's four with two intermediate sprints in each that's eight eight times three is 24 seconds there's 24 seconds up for grabs at intermediate sprints Elia viviani with all due respect ain't winning this sprint ever in current (laughs) shape with they don't have a lead out for him Plaps five seconds off Should Ineos, is it possible or is it ludicrous to say they could have tried to control a break to actually get bonus seconds for Plapp, who took them on stage one against Remco?
1: I think it's not completely insane to think about that because I swear just before the second intermediate in this race, the gap to the breakaway of three, which two of the riders were Bantirani riders, that gap was like two minutes 20 or something. Like if you have a Josh Starling or someone else that is pretty decent when it comes to the flat riding right at the front that isn't necessarily going to have to play a role in the final then you can close that down or at least make sure that Plap can sprint for some seconds today and I do feel like that is a thing that could have occurred here now they didn't do that now would he have won that sprint Plap I think that he's got a solid chance of taking more seconds than Remco because if you look at the stage 1 sprints Plap was doing better in the sprints than Remco was while on the climbing sprint that we saw in Jabal Jais that's very different and took it there in front of Platt, but that's after a climbing effort and is also uphill still. So I think that's very different in comparison to the sprints we saw in stage one. So I agree that they could have tried something there. Am I surprised that they didn't? Not really, because it's kind of yeah. out of the ordinary, I think, in a uh, current age of cycling to go. That hardcore management node, micromanagement in stage and try and milk the, the most out of those intermediate sprints. But hey, we were looking at a breakaway that was destined to be caught. But I feel like the Peloton was like, let's have them out there as long as possible. yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> uh, they stayed ahead for a while. Eh?
0: They got caught with like five Ks to go, but it was under control the whole time. Um, they did a left hand turn which the peloton had to do in full as well which was a bit sketchy where the motorbike took the wrong angle, 6 k's to go but it's just a straight run and then a right hand bend at 800 meters to go, 700 meters to go now you want to be on the left hand side for that bend to try and come across and overlap that's what happened, just put my hand in front of them, the camera um, that's what happened last year, Koi was on the right side before that bend and he just lost Tons of positions ruined his sprint. You want to be on the left. Now, that was where Lotto and Jumbo-Visma were. That did mean when the break came back but through them, they were near the gutter, not on the open side. So it is more sketchy there. It is. You've got the curb there, whereas yep. Bohrer on the open side, on the right-hand side. I have to say, Benji, I've I've been the biggest I have the best lead-out train in the world booster for however long almost since this time last year. Today, they really didn't get it right. It didn't click with Marlon Archbold and, and Van Poppel. And I'm surprised it didn't.
1: Agreed. But I also feel like there were so many teams trying to get to the front that 99% of the teams failed to do what they wanted to do at this point. in So the you range think the late to get tactic the to the didn't front? work on this sort of think- stage? On this stage, a late tactic kind of backfired, and let's talk about it for a second. Even Lotto tried to get late on the left side on the moment you mentioned there. Near the curb, they tried to come past with Lotto with about, what is it, one kilometer to go I thing that they tried yeah. to move to the front? It one half worked. F- it half worked because the front part of the train got past the Humboldt towards the front, but the lead out with Ewan stayed behind the Koi train. So they weren't able to get to the front with Caleb Ewan and when you get that situation, you're kind of not in the perfect position because you want your entire train to get to the front in time. But awkward were squeezed out of that. On the opposite side of the road, DSM was looking good until their front rider went to the side and then they were kind of blocked in uh, between an Alpacin rider and riders from Bahrain who seemed to be the, the most prominent team towards the front before the last 1.5k. And then there was this sketchy turn. And I'll let you talk about that turn because, yeah, <laughs> we got this
0: you got this big right hander. I must say I don't know what's happened in it because the fixed camera front on is before the turn, so we don't see what's happening in the exit and the the heli shot is behind a building, so we don't really see what happens. All we know is a Bahrain rider and a DSM or no Bahrain and a Lotto rider yep. go clear, they get a gap to Tosh Vandersander. So Vandersander was on the barrier on the left, Coy's moved off his wheel somewhere else to the right hand side as they face it. And I can't see Jaco at all. I can't see Cav and Bowl. I can't see uh, Bennett and Van Poppel. And so all the Damar FDJ absolutely nowhere in this sprint at all. And to be honest, Benji, there was no control. Out of this corner <laughs> with 750, 650 meters to go, it's a mess. And it actually has to, it comes down to Gaviria. Jumping early like he's in a reduced Giro bunch sprint. Yeah,
1: but I feel like if you're that Bahrain or Lotto rider, if I'm the Bahrain rider, I try and go anyway. I try and go for it, win it, it, reverse lead out. He did, but the Lotto rider didn't even try. And maybe that's because his effort was done. But I feel like there was yeah. something there to maybe work with the Bahrain rider and try something because that reverse lead out forces other teams and other sprinters to launch early and your sprinter might have a gap open up as a consequence if they're not in the right position. But I agree, Gaviria went for that typical Gaviria style early launch to catch Always. the Bahrain rider. He did it in Argentina and then he actually won the stage that way, but... He's also done it tons of times in the past. I swear he did it in the Giro stage where he actually ended up winning the Giro stage as well. But a few times that he actually ended up losing those races as well. And this is the perfect example where he's basically... In a losing position if he does that. Because he's giving a lead out to other sprinters. Wellsford is in his wheel. Melir is also in his wheel. They're kind of fighting for that same wheel of Gaviria. They're trying to move up that way. Molano's in the wheel of Melir, is in the wheel of Welsford. And that's kind of the dynamic we have going into the final bleh, 300 meters. I'll give it back to you.
0: That's right. It's like Gaviria opts when Bervan Leiberger, he sort of couldn't do, he couldn't do his full lead out to 200 metres to go, and it's Gaviria that really does the substitute lead out for Wellsford, and it's because when Gaviria comes off the barrier to come around the Bahrain rider, that Merlier almost has to pause, he has to yield the wheel to Wellsford who gets a perfect drag into it, Coy then gets the perfect sit on Wellsford, and we have an absolute... Another photo finish, not as close to this time. Milano weaving his way through the man who's been the lead out man for Ackerman. And this is all a lot of the sunk cost stuff, Benji, because Ackerman's on more money, one would think, at least last year than Milano. He comes through and he wins this stage in impressive fashion. Now, I think I, you know, apparently it was a light, light headwind in the finish, maybe. So there was a benefit from being in the draft and hitting it at the right time. But he wins this photo finish ahead of Coy, who's second again in a UAE tour stage. He beat Wellsford. he that to come out of his wheel. But yeah, messy sprint. And I'm just watching the overhead again. Merlier... Merlier didn't have it. No, I don't think Merlier had it. He... I'm, I was going to say he got boxed in, but not really. Kind of, guys... Like, they'll fight more aggressively for a wheel when they think they have it. And he... I expected him to try and bully Coy off Wellsford's wheel because he was on Wellsford's wheel and he just yielded it. And that suggests to me he didn't have it and he didn't. Groenevegen boxed in, Ewan way too far back. Bennett and Van Poppel kind of, they both sprinted. I don't think Bennett had it either. But yeah, Ewan had to check his sprint multiple times and he and Cav gave up. So the new guard, Benji, Coy, Milano, and Wellsford
1: putting bike lengths on the old guard. I wouldn't necessarily call Milano the new guard either. I feel like we've had him win those Colombian races back in the day. I swear there was a year where he he cleaned up all the Colombian races. Not a Tour de France
0: stage winner. Oh,
1: okay, no, like that's have true. like Rogan, well, like Kemar,
0: like Ewan. Yeah, I wasn't. Beat his lead
1: out. is <laughs> a better sprinter now than Ackerman is. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. But um. I will say, I will officially call you out. This is an official, pure complaint <laughs> by the Belgian government and myself that on stage one, I heard an Australian voice in my head say, Melira is the fastest sprinter in the world. But then a few <laughs> minutes ago, I opened up Twitter and it says, Patrick Bro says, Sam Wellsford is the best pure sprinter in the world. What, what changed what in the last three days? Say,
0: what did I also say in stage one? I don't remember. I reserved the right to change my opinion based on the lo- most recent race that I've seen. <laughs> In this race, Wellsford Pete Malia. <laughs> so I'm sticking to character. Also, Wellsford is Australian. So that makes him both significantly faster. And in the race I'm seeing, he goes even faster than what you're seeing. Um, so obviously, Wellsford I think the strongest sprinter today. He opened up yep. earlier than Coy was in his wheel. Um, and Milano, that's not to say Milano doesn't deserve to win. Milano hit, the- hit it at the right time.
1: The strongest sprinter that was in a competitive position because we can't know what a Grunewagen would have done in that position. Exactly. What a Ewan or Cavendish would have done in that position because Cavendish was back in Narnia like you would say it and I'd argue that Ewan was basically in a good position for a bit but then basically arrived in the Shadow Realm a few minutes later. So this was not happening for both of them. Cavendish I feel like they tried to move on the left side, but didn't happen. And Bennett and von Papel tried to move on every side of the road, but they got blocked every single way. So I also feel like Bennett right. didn't have it anyway. So it just wasn't happening for those riders.
0: Cav's got to give up on the bowl project. I'm afraid. I know it's two sprints in, <laughs> but he started sprinting behind. And like, I think Cav's in fine shape. I, I think he's in perfectly fine shape based on stage one, Yeah, but he, he, he just, I mean, I don't know. They're thinking long-term. They're thinking Tour de France, so why give up on it at UAE? I agree, but Boll was a lead-out man or supposed to be for Dainese for many sprints last year. Like This isn't like when Van Poppel came across to Bora and his now job is to be a lead-out man and he really hasn't done it too much before, them giving up after two stages. It's like, well bowl is twenty seven and has been doing this for DSM. and I don't know, maybe I'm just I'm not thinking as long term as them. who knows? Maybe they should u a is just such a good competition. It's not the place to practice. It's more like a lesson in you go to practice, you know against guys where even if you make a few yeah. mistakes, you can at least he can still open his sprint. Ewan and Groner like is missing a last man. He, hasn't, he doesn't really have a top last man, no offense to Meskitz, but he's not a Van Poppel or a Merkur or a Laporte. And Ewan, as you said, Benji, it's
1: all from that from 1,200 meters to go. That's where he yep. lost it, right? I agree. And like, the question is, like, why didn't any of these teams try to sign Dan McClay in the last couple of years? Something like that, a rider like that, they can really pilot your sprint to the front. Will it help in a situation like this? I think yes, because McClay is the kind of rider that can find the gaps and kind of go through those... But can a sprinter follow Dan McClay in those tiny gaps? That's the question, because not every sprinter is willing to kind of dive into the tiny gaps, no?
0: Exactly. Like Bennett, even though Bennett is like Bennett's not as fast as a lot of these guys, but he holds Van Poppel's wheel really, really well. And, you know, of course, like the tweet about Wellsford, perhaps a little bit tongue in cheek, a little bit provocative, maybe. Wellsford's faster than Bennett. Like If you put Wellsford yeah. in Van Poppel's wheel, like he's torching dudes. Um, yeah. The lead-out matters a lot, but also maybe Wellsford wouldn't be able to hold Van Poppel's wheel. I think he would because he's a big dude. Um, and then I've again, seen him hold, wheel, hold wheels before.
1: If the Belgian rocket man Jasper Philipsen was here, nobody would be talking about anyone else right now.
0: Headwind Sprint, he probably does win. Like yeah. He probably does, yeah. He comes out of And positioning, wh-
1: he goes into the tiniest gaps.
0: He probably would have. He would have killed someone for w- Welsh's wheel and wins.
1: <laughs> killed someone yeah. in a slider generation, but I agree that he probably would have jumped in into holes that don't yeah. exist for that to occur. So, how do you feel about yeah, Coy? definitely? How do I feel about Koya? I think he's got a. He doesn't have the top lead out here. Like no, no disrespect to Van der and no disrespect to the team that's around. Van der Son did a good job.
0: He did a, a good job tra- here. The Yumbo train did a good job for who they have here to be in that position for that bend.
1: I agree but he doesn't have that last man that can really do no, a Von no, no. thing. But a, a lot of teams don't have that. So he's in a situation similar to the other sprinters here. He gets probably the most that he can out of the sprint position that he was put in when the sprint starts. He jumps to the wheel of Wellsford. He tries to come around Wellsford towards the end late, so he doesn't necessarily hit the win too early while Wellsford hit it a bit too early, stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like it was a pretty good sprint from Koen. He's destined to win oh, no, Grand towards, towards sprints. Welter played perfectly. so... Do you think he has a top end?
0: Like a he true burner. He wasn't the
1: burner. fastest this year when it comes to like his actual... like When getting past riders, he doesn't seem like the fastest sprinter this year, necessarily. No. Does that make sense? In the same way that's that Jakobsen I mean. hasn't this year.
0: Uh, yeah, that's what I sort of mean. It's like when... When like Merlier snaps off a guy's wheel when he actually yeah. has the legs, it's like holy fuck! <laughs> he's like going straight past him. Groneweg too, actually sometimes when he gets it right, you see just like this huge like what yeah. dump, and he's gone past him. I when- I haven't seen that with koi as much. He's more like he won a, He won against a lot of the good guys in a German race last year. I can't remember what it was called. One day race, I think not a World Tour race, not in the Tour One. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I said. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I have to put up, speak German to refer to the race. Um, yeah. It, it, um, that, again, was more like he was in good position. He timed it well. He had a steady, consistent sprint, not like a three-second destruction. Um, but yeah, interesting sprint. Anything? Have you changed your opinion on anyone here?
1: Not really, because we really haven't had that, like, pure... Oh. Sprint. Milano? Of, not really. This is like, impressive, man. It is impressive, but I will never consider Milano a top sprinter. Really? Really.
0: One of Welter stage, one of UAE stage. I think he's... Yeah, the weirdest got, Welter stage of has, the last decade. He has <laughs> zero lead out. He is the lead out. Yeah, for himself. <laughs> he's like, who... <laughs> Who are you? I am. Pete Weber. <laughs> Juan Sebastian Mil- I don't know. Yeah, I think I know his contract situation is Quick step or, Al- to be honest, Alperson, but I can't really see a climbing on Alperson. No, come on. <laughs> Mate, his respect. Lopez and Milano. They'd be like one of the best teams in the world. Maybe <laughs> would be like a top five team in the world. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. he's really good considering... How sprinters have gone at UAE in the last three, four years, Christoph Gaviria and his lack of lead out, I think, really impressive actually from him. And also, Benji, he's lifted a huge weight off Adam Ricardo Yates' back and the staff's back at the, at the DS at this race. It, it's not been going well. Yeah. They're nowhere on GC. But Yesterday wasn't good and he, win, what he at least wins. What is one sprint stage. stage? What is it one sprint
1: stage compared to winning the GC with Pogacar? Like- it's better than none. If Pogacar's here, he's still competing for GC,
0: 100%. Pogacar? Yeah, of course. What do you mean?
1: Like, <laughs> not, not just because he, he split can... split in the crosswinds? Yeah. I think he would personally make the split. The rest of his team wouldn't be there, but he would be there.
0: Maybe. Do you think... This is an interesting hypothetical. If it was Pogacar in Merlier's group, not Adam Ricardo Yates, quick-step pace him back to Remco.
1: I don't know, to be honest. I don't think so. Zero percent I think that's chance. different. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a different. Because the
0: optics is different, right? Yeah. You just, you could, not You could not do it.
1: Because that's the one time that you found a weakness in him. And maybe in the next yeah. split, you might not find that weakness. With Ricardo Yates, you might still find that.
0: Exactly. They back themselves out. We'll put this guy after back again. No yeah. problem. He's got, he'll have no, Bjerg will be spent. With Pog, yeah. You, you, yeah, okay. Interesting hypothetical. Tomorrow we have stage five from Al-Majan Island to Am al Kuwain. Now the sprints have often finished in Al-Majan Island. I am a uh, connoisseur of the UAE tour and I've watched, went back and looked at every stage finish since its inception in uh, 2019, I think it was. And I don't believe they finished in Um Al Kauain before. So uh, it's a new finish to me. It looks like, I think I checked, it's like 3Ks, 4Ks in a straight line. So it should be pretty safe. And today's sprint, apart from the bend, was pretty safe, I would say, as sprints go. Um, Who have you got for tomorrow?
1: Who do I have for tomorrow's stage? Hmm. Considering it's pretty straight, I would say, but it's also once again, really a stage that doesn't shout necessarily crosswinds or am I, it goes through <laughs> a village and then to a city, but I don't know if there's crosswinds, it's guys. In the de- like,
0: it's in the desert, man. It's in the desert.
1: <laughs> how am I supposed to know the, the, the difference between this sand and the next sand? Like I'm trying to figure it's, out if there's wind here, but I don't fucking know.
0: It's inland. there it could be wind. Um. <laughs>
1: anyway, let's just figure it out. Regardless of that, I feel like Wellsford was good today. I feel like I'm going to keep supporting my boy because yesterday he, uh, well, I called him and he ended up competing for the victory. So I feel like if I do that again, he might compete for the victory again and actually deliver. So Wellsford's going to do it tomorrow again. Well, again, for the first time i will be
0: interested to see how Van Poppel and Bora go with Bennett yeah. tomorrow. They don't have that right-hand bend. I think it's one where they can try the late move-up strategy because if it's on a big highway, straight line, you just sit in the draft at the back and then you just move up when you want to and there's going to be space for you. So I'd expect it to work a bit better tomorrow for them. FDJ and demar look nowhere. Cav, I really want to see... If he's still with Bowl, maybe it, it will be better for Bowl in this sort of sprint tomorrow with space where he all looks in reasonable shape. In Saudi, he was in good shape. Um, it's just the positioning, but maybe he can move Cav up. I don't know. I think this is one where Yumbo will struggle a little bit more if there's these huge dudes on the front burning them off. But it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, we see uh, more sprinters get their chance to open up this sprint like Gronovan, Cav, and Co., tomorrow and then maybe Ineos will take our advice Benji and we have a huge fight for the intermediate sprints I very much doubt it because it probably is completely unrealistic Uh, and then we have another (laughs) sprint on stage six and then we have Jabal Hafeet on Sunday I believe so there could be crosswinds tomorrow according to Benji Uh, you'll have to quote him on that one not me he's checked the weather forecast Uh, but other than that that's all from us thanks to Zwift as always and we'll see you with the recap tomorrow ciao